Okay, so episode number seven. The penultimate episode, one might I say. I knew you would squeeze that into this again. It's a good Jeez. word. It's a good word. Get used to it. Oh my gosh, we're not in England. We're not in England. All Get right. used to it. Uh, I'm Sarah Aaron Carter. This is Emma Skies. That is I. And you are listening to Gus Watch, and we are almost done with the entire series. This episode might be a little shorter because the episode we just watched was kind of a little... A lot of nothing. Yeah, it was a little fluffy. It was just a little, little, I don't know. So um, out of eight episodes, we've had two fillers. Yeah, we have had two fillers. A quarter a little, of this show has been filler. That's a little sad. That's a little sad. Um, Not to say that like nothing important happened, but like we didn't go to the good storylines, um, so that sucked. Oh well, your for what people don't may not know, good storyline, quote unquote, for her is when we go and talk to Amy and Wendy, yes, um, and the and sings, so forth. Uh, I guess the sings, if you want to, the much swing better storylines. I don't, I don't care about this kid. I really don't. But we start off uh, in Alaska, and we got some scientists digging up a cylinder of ice, and they're looking at uh, looking at it with their microscopes, and they see a little. They're doing some science. They're doing sciencey things. They're, science they're, they're seeing, seeing some stuff inside of uh, stethoscopes and telescopes. And, and stethoscopes? Do you and, look and, into and, a stethoscope? You hear inside of a stethoscope. I hate you. Um, and you feel with a philoscope. So th- they see it's some type of everybody. It's midnight. it is it is. Uh, so <laughs> so they they find something and they have to rush it back to their labs. And you see that it was um, Fort Smith. Was Fort Smith uh, lab. And that'll be important later on. But I believe they, I'm not sure if they showed that episode one. It's been a, it's been a while. They did it's not. Been almost, they did not. Okay. Um, but it's very quick. And literally the first thing that I, uh, first thing that I saw when I saw this, I, I know where this is from the actual comic book. So I was like, we're skipping a ton you of stuff. You started yelling. You were yelling. Because I'm like, we're skipping literally 20 issues plus. If not, I believe I said in the last episode, I was like, we're about, ep- you know, issue six, yeah, you know, four or something. Nope. We are on 34, 34 now. We have skipped 30 whole issues, if anything. I'm I, and not it's important. Like, okay. 30 filler issues don't matter. No, they're important to the building of every single one of these characters from Jeopard to uh, Gus and screw Bear because she's not a character wow. she's not in this thing. Uh, but we find out that Will Forte works at that lab. I um, told you we did not hire Will Forte for one episode. I told you he was going to get his own episode. So he gets two episodes. Okay. Mm. Three at the max because he has that dream sequence. His little cameo. Uh, but you see that he's got a steady job as a um, janitor. He does the same thing in this uh, science lab every day. He goes, he cleans, hits the bar, has two beers. Uh, draws a little, goes home, goes to sleep. He's got the same mundane life. That's, a, that that's so expensive to go to a bar every day and drink two beers. How much is a beer at the bar? Just, it's like five times as expensive as drinking at home. You also got to think this is maybe 2000 and... It's still five times as expensive as going to get a drink at home. 
And so one of the things I also noticed, too, uh, is that because he's drawing all the time. In the comic books, uh, Gus knows how to draw very well. And you keep Not making fun of his artwork <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. He draws fine. In no, he the- does not. In the comic book. I'm what not is, putting none of his work on the fridge. Wow. So yeah, and it's crap. Was, it's crap. You can't reward mediocrity. What you geez. Again, so much telling about your <laughs> childhood. I feel like that's a line straight from your mother when you brought wow. home a picture. You know what? I'm not gonna reward mediocrity, Emma. <laughs> so not putting this on the refrigerator. See you later. That's what I feel like happened. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Uh, Will Forte, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Will Forte looks through the looking glass in one of the scientific offices and sees um, Birdie through there, and she looks distraught. You and I both went, "Is that her? It's a white blonde woman." I think that's it. Her. Might as well be. It, yeah, it had to be. Actually, I'm because I'm kind of like I said, I'm scrolling through the the video right now. Um, it's thousand percent her one, and then you actually see on the side that other lady. The scientific lady on totally the Totally missed her. Yeah, she's, it's a cameo. It's literally just lady. a cameo. I don't know what else she is. I can't even remember her name. They're virologists. Um, are, but I'm still, what's her name? What know. is her Judy. name? Judy. All right. Okay. Give me a name, a woman's <laughs> name. Name a woman, any woman Jeez. for a dollar. Uh, so they meet up at the bar, or actually, Will Forte is just at the bar, and Birdie, you know, comes up there after a long, hard day's, you know, of work, and she's already distraught about something. And he knows her because he's seen her around uh, the lab once or twice. So or he tries to spark times. up. I mean, you see people as a janitor, you know, and he probably, and again, he recognized that it may seem creepy that. He's I've seen, seen you around, her around. And you always look so happy. And you look sad today. I don't know who you are. He didn't say I I don't know who you are. No, he just she's said, you like just she's sad. thinking, I don't know who you are. Oh. And he's like, I watch you. I've seen you around the lab. You've always looked happy. Now you look that, um I I a thousand percent don't think that's creepy. I don't. If I've seen you around, I if I've seen you around, if it was a dude in her place and he said the same thing, it's not creepy. I would, still very, creepy? I would be very, I would, I would be, no. Anybody who's going to be like, hmm, I noticed your mood and I've tracked it over the last, however long I've worked in this building. I don't like that. If, I don't like that. If somebody looked happy all the time and the one day they looked sad, you notice. You know how I know? Because I noticed that with a coworker of mine at Lowe's named Sergey. Sergey was him. one of the, it's not your business. he was the, he was one of the happiest dudes I have ever met. He was always happy. And then the one day that I saw him looking down, that's literally when I did what Will Forte did. And I was like, Not dude, your business. You, I was like, are you all right? Like, because you're looking like down and you never look down. Trying to live so life. that's why. No. I, and I remember and he literally told me why I won't put his stuff on blast on a podcast because that's just extra meta. But <laughs> but yeah, I didn't see it as creepy. He didn't even say it in a creepy way. He Mind just literally business. like, you look sad today, but you don't normally look sad. But anyway, it sparked a conversation between the two. Mm-hmm. So clearly it wasn't that creepy. I mean, she straight up tells uh, him, she's like, no, that was, that was creepy. But it wasn't creepy enough to stop talking I to the man. I guess not. I guess All right, not. then. So it clearly wasn't Especially knowing wasn't this man creepy. is a crazy conspiracy theorist and a crazy like religious conspiracy theorist? No. No. But I, I feel like since they left all that stuff out, uh, 
you can't throw that on Will Forte. I mean, I can still throw the conspiracy theory part on it because he totally is. I mean, you wouldn't be a conspiracy theorist From after the all the crap they talks? went through. Yeah, nah. All through this freaking whole episode is conspiracy, conspiracy. Uh, so they have a good time. You know, they knock back a couple of drinks. All the way to last call. They Yeah. Um, they play a couple of darts pool, and then they start talking about work, basically. And she kind of gets into um, uh, lightly, because there's an NDA on her work, you know, um, about what she's kind of discovered. Or Microbes. Whatever. Yeah, microbes, you know, all that uh, fictional stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the not real microbes. Uh, so then eventually he walks her home and uh, we switch back to the present date where we got the trio of uh, Gus, Jeopard, and Bear. And Bear doesn't know how to eat chocolate for some reason. I, was she four? It was all over her face. All <laughs> Gus doesn't eat that bad. And he was raised he wild. He truly doesn't. He doesn't have a lick of like, like chocolate damn, anywhere bro. on his face like that. She is the sloppiest of eaters. So, you know. But they're still in Colorado. They're on their way. They stop a mile a from mile their destination. Away. They have gone how many hundreds of miles? And he's like, how far are we now? He's like, mm, a mile. Why did you stop? They They were tired. Sugar rush. Oh they like crashed. They crashed after the Go crash at your mom's house a mile away. Um, but Bear and Jeopard have a discussion on like, hey, you know, when we get there, this woman is going to be dead. We know it. Like, it, it's been ten years. The sick is everywhere. This woman's dead. How are we going to? You and I can handle it because we live down this world. But Sweet Tooth over there, he's not going to. Not gonna take it that well. Gus is Gus, you know. Yeah, whatever. Um, the, and that's right. Like he's he's a sensitive character in the in the show. There's no crying um, in the apocalypse. But there is, there is. Um, and they're like, we're just gonna cross that bridge when we get to it. Basically, Jeopard wants him to go with Bear because Bear's gonna go to the um, place where they keep all the. And old children safe, but she doesn't even know that it's a real place. It's a pie know, in the sky. Basically. It's a rumor from a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. So they're sticking together, I guess. He's trying and to pawn this child off on another child. From the beginning, what, he's been 15? trying to pawn the child off. Uh, 14, probably. Wow. Yeah. I mean, from the way she's eating chocolate, yeah, she's got to be. <laughs> Uh, but this one we we cut back to back in time with uh, you were you were getting whiplash. It's very I'm, quick. It's back and forth so fast. It's like, like five minutes what? one way, three minutes here, another seven minutes here, another two minutes here. Also, this is another short episode. It's only thirty six uh, minutes. So filler going going back and forth like that. It was just like it was really filler. Like literally, it's a it's a date. By the time That's we get to. By the time we get to like um, the house, it's I understand why they were doing it at that point because it's like we're getting we're getting the information at the same time that the rest of them are. We're just getting it in a different way. They're reading files. They're getting information from Judy. We're seeing what happened. Is her name Judy? Yes. Okay, just making sure. So, uh, Will Forte and Birdie are you know they're kind of wrapping their date up. 
Bertie tells about her ex-husband had this like uh she's not an ex disease. your dead husband is not an ex-husband. I mean he's ex, right? Her he's not there anymore. Husband. He's ex. Her he's, late husband. He's not there. He had a one percent disease thing or one percent of the population have the HPS? disease that he had. HSP? HPS? I don't know what he had, was it? Yeah, she was said it that? HPS. Okay. Whatever. Uh, and then they have a, a nice little No, little they have a moment very on the awkward couch. they have a very awkward moment that hurts me physically. Where you can tell they want to kiss each I other. Was gonna but vomit. they I can't but they one can't so build up the courage. Awkward. She's like, you can sit closer. He's like, what? And he's like, oh what? Oh, uh, okay. Oh, all right. I hated it. It was fine. Jeez. Lighten up with the romance. You I read how much why a freaking uh books that do the exact same no, thing no they do Can't the do exact it. same thing and you and when read it's that cringy with no in there, i cringe oh my god if it's cringy anyway. i cringe uh by the way this episode was called when pubba met birdie so which is how you figured out his that sweet tooth calls him pubba and not papa and not papa the whole time because i believe in the comic books he just keeps saying papa oh really I assume yeah, Pubba I, was from the comic book, so it seems like a really random thing to just make up. I can't remember. I feel like he literally just says Papa every single time. Because I think that would have stuck out if he said Pubba every single time. Pubba Gump? Just like I remember that he doesn't call him Jeopard. He always says Mr. Jeopard, like mm. all the time. And because I always read his voice in my head as really country, like Mr. Jeopard. Wow. <laughs> like every single time he says his name. You okay, Mr. Jeopard? Jesus. Even though he's from Nebraska, which is not the exact same. You just get Midwestern accent. then, which is arguably worse. Wow. Oh, we apologize to all our Midwestern. Uh, I don't. Listen, gee. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Fly over country. Uh, so anyway, in the middle of their date, um, Bernie gets a call. She gets a she call gets, saying she gets the classic uh I need an out call. She gets the classic your roommate is on the other line going, Hey, you asked me to call you. Oh no, you're in trouble. Oh, you got locked. I'll be right there. I'll be right okay. That, um you asked that me to call is a you drastic. Day, so. That is a drastic I need help call. The military has shown yeah, up and yeah. if Sometimes I'm on the uh, you, you got a friend that just really goes for it. If I'm on the date and the girl tells me, my friend just told me the military showed up to steal my work and I got to go. I'd be like, you could have just told me you're not into the date, lady. <laughs> like, geez, I don't believe you. That's sorry. a rescue call. Wow. That's a, I'm that's sorry, a have you never set up a rescue, rescue call? I've had a rescue. No, I've never had a rescue call, but I have been rescued from a um, a boring situation before. Uh, two friends of mine, I was at a fundraiser event for my very first job and I had to try to talk money out of a rich person, but he was extremely boring. And I know my, uh, two coworkers who were the same age as me, we were 18 at the time, uh, two ladies, um, they saw me and they were like, Aaron probably needs help. So I remember them coming up to me and I remember it was, it was so awkward, but I, I remember still playing it smooth because uh, the girl that was there, her name was Kazua. She put her hand on the lower of my back, and I was like, "Excuse, who is this?" <laughs> like, I didn't know who it was because I was locked eyes with the other dude that was boring, trying not to fall asleep. And then she was like, "I think we need to go um, and um, 
I can't remember what she said. Like, we need to go over here and somebody needs to talk to us. And I was like, I got to take this. Thank you. And, wow. and so I like, remember shaking his hand and then she like ushered me out. And I was just like, thank you for saving me. because <laughs> I would have fallen asleep on my feet. So I get it. That's why you got to have a code it. word or a code but signal. She's... You got to have a code signal. If I scratch my left ear, come rescue That's me. too no. Because then what if your left ear just actually itches? And then you have a cancel. You have a cancel. If I my left ear itches, then I'll scratch my left ear and what I'll. You, um, Look, you make codes. Football referee make, over here. Yes, what are you doing? Signals yes, and you stuff. You make codes and signals so that people Good don't Lord. get aggressive with you. I want to go to a con where where you're being aggressed, and then you just do the signals, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, really? Nope. And then no, because you would happen. bust in like, oh, is that the code word? <laughs> right in front of them too you'd be like i have oh, no shame oh, yeah. i have no shame and then i, I no would shame. be murdered no you wouldn't it's out in public <laughs> i've even had a friend she wanted me to act like i was her boyfriend yep, and i was just, and she said she literally was like the dude asked her like you got a man she's like yeah he's standing right here i was like no i'm not <laughs> I know. See, this is how this is how you got to be on your toes with these things, because I was at a party at E3 with a group of people that like I knew two of them and we were friends and we we're hanging out with his friends. And I enlisted one of his buddies to be my fake boyfriend because this dude would not get off my ass. And like we met 20 minutes ago. And as soon as I was like, oh, it's my boyfriend. Right here, he caught on immediately. So yeah, fast. no, I, I just told dude go somewhere like that was simple. I was like, I'm not her boyfriend. It's like, stop bothering her. Oh, my God. He no. just left. He was, what is he going to do? But you got to understand just, why she did I the... understand. I, we, trust me, we talked after it because she gave me the crap that you're probably exactly. trying to give me right now. Exactly. And I told her the same thing. I was like, is he gone? And yes. But is he going to so come then, back? You don't know. Is it going to be Anime look, Expo two years ago where that guy set the girl's car on fire because she wouldn't talk to him? Good Lord. And yeah. First of all, first of all, he would have set the car on fire even if he knew she had a boyfriend. The dude you play was crazy. Safe. We're talking we about Sweet talking Tooth about? here. We have done seven hours <laughs> of ranting on nothing. And That's I still had another. So. Wow. They had a lovely date. They had a lovely date. I don't even remember uh, how and, we got on that topic. Where did we go from? Uh, you needed a code word, remember? Is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, the military called, or she, her friend called yeah. out the military. So they, in uh, tandem with that, they actually show up to the house where Birdie supposedly lives, and Gus smells somebody inside the house. One so uh, when they go up to there, he's just banging on the door as if people don't have guns and wouldn't shoot him at the front door. And like they were they were rolling up Bert, uh, Bear and uh Jepper were rolling up like expecting it to be empty and abandoned but I'm like it's still a perfectly usable house. Why wouldn't somebody be in there? Cuz they're like, "Oh, there's smoke in the chimney. Oh, there's somebody here. What what is this? It's a perfectly usable I, house." Only thing I can think of is like I said people die in the droves. So there's and somebody comes along and takes your house. Hey, so there's probably corpses in there. Like, but he smelled a person, so. And there's a chimney, so, so clearly somebody's using it. Or the, the smoke coming from the chimney. Well, when they open up the door, you see it's the, um, one of Birdie's co-workers from the lab. I thought um, it was her mom. That's terrible. Based on the age, I totally thought it was going to be grandma. 
Oh, and I don't know anything about ages. Remember, it's 10 years. Did you see the gray in her hair? Oh, so gray automatically makes you a grandmother. Yes. In TV, yes. You're you're terrible. You're terrible. Uh but no, it's her his her uh lab partner. I don't I don't think they her lab specifically partner, say, like it's high school chemistry. It's her lab partner. Yeah, they do yeah. lab projects together. And she knows Gus though. She's like, Gus, she you're does. alive. Which is again and why I thought it was grandma. Because she knew his name? Yes. Okay. Thought it was I mean, grandma. Uh well they sit down, they have a conversation about, you know, um, Birdie and how Birdie saved her life and uh she packed up her things to go out in the world and look for Gus. Um and then she kind of realizes like, oh, if you're here, that means I can give you this. You know, I got this key that Birdie said don't give to anybody, but I would bet she want to you know, 10-year-old to, to have, have it. it. I mean, it's Gus. Like this is her So we don't get dead mom storyline, but we do get gone mom. So she's gone out to look for you. We're going to drag this out of like, is she dead? Is she alive for so for long? one more episode? No, because for like three seasons. I They better not. They better not. Because again, in the comics, she's dead. She's just. Well, we dead. know that. But in the show, they're going to play it. You know, will they, won't they? Is she going to be alive? Is she going to be dead? Um, so before we get to figure out what that key is for, we hop back in time again to Birdie and uh, Pubba checking out the, the goings on. Richard. It's Pubba. Um, the, the episode's called Pubba Met Birdie. Okay, so it's, it's Richard fine. and Gertrude. <laughs> oh, yeah, her name is Gertrude. That's right. Um, where'd they get Birdie from? She said her mom used to call her her little bird. Okay, these nicknames for children are <laughs> just are just not good. I've actually heard pretty bad nicknames and stories as of late. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. People don't know how to nickname their kids anymore. Is that what's going I on? I mean, Laura from Alora was interesting. No, what was the other Golden? Get out of here! I don't remember whose nickname that was. That was Laura's name. What? How did you Laura's nickname? Was golden. I don't even remember that. I just remember they called her Lore and her real name was Melora. Yeah, her real name was Melora. They called her Lore, but I remember Castor kept calling her Golden. And I was like, this is stupid. Why is why does he keep calling call her, her by that nickname? We're not even talking about that book. This is a, <laughs> it's a whole different book. I apologize to the listeners that are like, what I are don't. they even saying anymore? I don't. This are is we what talking about? Are we talking about Sweet Tooth? Um, and it's probably all over the place with this conversation because this episode was all over the place. For it was. A hot it second. wasn't enough to like hold our interest, so we can't. We can't stay on topic. So we'll skip forward because, like I said, this might be a shorter episode anyway. Because this was a short episode anyway. We go f- from uh, we go back in time with uh, Bertie and uh, Mister Fox, and they're. Going through the lab to go and um, get this the project that uh, was stashed in a storage closet. Yeah, she stashed it away because the military was coming. And if the military got it, it's you know it's all bad. And then when we get there, the big reveal that her project the whole time is Gus. Little test tube baby. 
I'm surprised you didn't catch on to that earlier. I did not. I did not. Like the way that she's kind of panicking about the stuff. You think she was just doing it over some Petri dishes? Yes. Because if you wow. know you have the makings of a virus that will kill 90% of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand her panic. But she said there was also something else. Like there was the, if in the wrong hands, it could be devastating. But yeah, a virus in the wrong hands could be devastating. But she had the opposite. She said that. We made a miracle. Yeah, there's a miracle there. Yeah, and then I was so, like, oh, hybrids. Just Gus. Hybrids. Just Gus. He's he's the he's the one and only. He is um, patient X. He patient zero. Patient or X. patient one actually now, right? Because his project thing was G U S one. One. Um so you find out that yeah, Gus is the 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 test tube baby that Couldn't they had. even be bothered to name him. He's just an acronym. I mean, Gus is a real name. Stands Barely. for Gustavo. I was gonna go for Augustus. Or Augustus, yeah. Actually, both of those work. I we had I only said Gustavo because I knew a guy that I worked with named uh, Gus, and his name was Gustavo. Um, so you find out that basically that's where Gus comes from. Um, Gus is trying to piece these, this information together in his head because he's got all these files in front of him that's showing him as um, basically a, a lab experiment. Yep. Um, and he has to come to terms with who he thought was his mom is not really his biological mother. It's his scientist mommy. <laughs> you know, she his created creator. him. His creator in the lab. So... You know, that's, you know, a little, little heartbreaking, a little devastating. And he's trying to, she's, uh, Bear's trying to give him a quick lesson, a real quick lesson on adoption in the midst of all of yeah. this. Yeah. And that doesn't go over too smooth. His ears are all floppy down. He's sad and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's probably he's traumatizing like, my dad's not kid. my dad. Look, the guy ran away to the wilderness and raised you alone for 10 years. Don't say that man's not your dad. Disrespectful. So in the comic books, you find out um, the, everything pretty much plays the same way. They're in Alaska. Um, Gus's dad works at a um, at this at a laboratory, and then one day, you know, all hell breaks loose and things go wrong. And he find or his uh, he's doing the same routine of going to work, uh, going. Uh, I think he still goes out to like drink or maybe, and then he goes home to his pregnant. Man's wife. an alcoholic. And they have like, but they have like a a, a regular relationship. Mm -hmm. Like she's pregnant, you know, they're about to have a baby together, and everything is fine. Um, and then she until dies. yes, pretty much he he finds Gus, or um, and he basically takes Gus from the lab. And, yeah, because that's what you do. I mean, everything was going crazy there, and you find a baby, so he was about that. He just lost his. Back for it. He just lost his kid and his wife. Yeah. He probably was like, yeah, I'm taking this. Like, That's terrible. Going... It's not a stray cat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Mrs. 20 years of stolen yeah. a cat off the street. Yeah, you can Tell do that with a stray how? cat. Okay, that's what he did with a stray deer kid. That's what no, he did. that's a person. I wouldn't just it's find a... A, a person and be like, this is mine and keep it for 20 years. Mind you, it's the first one of his kind. So there was no, it's not like there was mass, uh, you know, 
whatchamacallits everywhere, like births of, of animal children, Gus is the first one of his kind. So he finds so a mutant nothing... even and is like, I will keep this. Good Lord. Yeah, he's distraught. He lost his whole family Man needs to therapy. the sickness. So, yeah, no, he, he took Gus. So they kept it the same pretty much. I liked how they did that. Um, except for they gave you a little bit more on. I say minus like the birdie. whole birdie storyline. Yeah, the birdie thing is brand new, but everything else, you know, they kind of kept it close. Um, so Gus gets all mad and throws a little tissy, and he just books out of the house. And they let him. And he calls upon his woodland creatures to run and frolic he through the forest with him. He discovers his superpowers <laughs> to communicate with animals. Uh, our little no, no, forestry Aquaman. Just, just deer. That's I mean, clearly, all that was around him. That's just all that happened to be there. Because clearly he can speak to tigers as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe the tiger was scared of him. He's like, I've uh, never seen anything like you, kid. That's like, oh, you're weird. a freak. I'm so not, not he that. runs away. But then it comes all full circle. It like it comes all full circle, and we see this is the beginning of where Gus and his dad um, just makes the decision. I'm gonna go live in the wilderness with this child. Well, you got to think about it because remember when, what he's, a choice when to he make. Pull, when he pulls up to the Yellowstone, he's listening to the radio and he's hearing of how the world is just going. To and Bernie just said, basket. "I'll find you," and he's like, "Ha, bet." <laughs> yes, well, she said before <laughs> that you can keep him safe, and that is. Prime directive number one. Keep uh Gus safe. So and that's what he probably was Bernie. thinking. So she never comes to take him back, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find you. It, no, you won't. And the episode pretty much ends pretty much it. Like that's it. on that. Like, this is a short episode. That was kind of a short episode. We got one more left. Uh, it really until... did the Stranger Things thing where it took the second to last episode in the middle of the plot really getting thick and took you out of it for a whole episode. It did. It it did. And, and people were mad when Stranger Things did it. And this was terrible, right. too. This was this was probably kind of the little low point of because they could have done this as a, a side story in, yep. in within another bigger one. Absolutely. So what's upsetting is there's one episode left. Yep. Um, and I know there's a lot of stories that they're not going to get to. If this thing ends where they're going to try to set up a season two, of course I'm going to be upset. It's going to try to set up if, a season two. It's going to do for his legacy. They're going to set up a season two and it's going to get canceled. Oh my gosh. That would be upsetting. Yeah. Mark my words. Let's go watch, let's go watch this last watch episode. We're going to do the, all, the whole thing in one night. Yeah, we didn't even do it with the last one. Yeah, look at us. Look at us. Look at, yeah, look at us. Look yeah. at us. Who would have thought? Not me. All right, everybody. See you guys uh, on the last episode. Later.